This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Equivalent Food 2522 and says, Am I the a-hole for throwing away my co-worker's sweater? My co-worker, 55 male, has a sweater that he wears every day at work and leaves in the office overnight. He never takes it home to wash and over the last month has developed a distinct smell. At first, I tried to make innocuous comments to him. You smell something musty, etc. But he didn't catch on, so last week I said to him, Hey, that sweater is starting to give off a stench. Could you take it home and wash it? He replied, Nah, that's not my sweater, and walked away, which effectively ended the conversation. After he left one night, I went to his desk and smelled the sweater and confirmed that nasty stank and it was so putrid up close. I have no idea how he lives like this. So I took the sweater on my way out and threw it in the dumpster out back. The next day, he was looking around for it and asking everyone if they had seen it. I just shrugged and said, nah, I haven't seen it today, which was technically not a lie. I feel kind of bad, but I can't live like that. We work in a seven-person office with no HR and our boss is not effective at dealing with issues, so I do feel like this was my only option. Am I the a-hole? Clarification, when he said, that's not my sweater, he was referring to the stink not being his sweater. The sweater was in fact his. He's a bit of an oddball, but I can't imagine even if he would wear a random stinky sweater that he didn't own. But we're going to start in the comments with Swirly Flurry who says you're the a-hole. And quotes, I felt like it was my only option. And goes on to say, how? How was this your only option? Edit, your options are, tell your boss that the two of you tried to reach a compromise but co-worker refuses to admit his sweater smells and you need boss to get involved. Ask boss to mediate a discussion between you and co-worker so that you can find the compromise that boss wants but doesn't want to find himself. Bag up the sweater so you don't have to smell it and hand it off to co-worker. Tell him you had to contain the smell for health reasons and it needs to be washed before coming back into the office. Bag up the sweater and hand it to boss man. Tell him that co-worker refuses to take it home and you cannot handle the smell anymore as it is a health issue. Let boss tell co-worker to take it home. Take the sweater home and wash it. No, you aren't obligated to wash anyone's clothes. You also weren't obligated to touch the sweater at all or to clean up the office, yet you felt justified to grabbing the sweater and throwing it away. Not saying you had to or should have taken the sweater home and washed it, just that yes, it was an option. As someone mentioned, take the sweater to a cleaner's to have it cleaned. The sweater didn't ever have to come into your home. Reggie Snap says everyone sucks here. Throwing stuff out that's not yours is crappy. Even if your boss is ineffective, this is something you should have attempted to bring to them. I also don't know why this guy is wearing a stinky sweater that doesn't belong to him and then is mad when an item that doesn't belong to him is missing. And I think just going off the back of that comment that they were saying, the OP was saying that um, he was talking about the smell, not the jumper itself, not being his. 
Material Advark says, you're the a-hole. You can't steal someone's property, period. It may have felt satisfying in the moment, but that's an actual crime. If he finds out it was you, and this goes before HR, they're absolutely not going to accept I thought it smelled bad as an excuse. Also, everyone has hung up on the guy saying the sweater wasn't his. I think he was saying the sweater wasn't causing the stench, not that the sweater didn't belong to him. Gcott says you're the a-hole. You say you work in a seven-person office. Maybe ask around and see if anyone else has the complaint and if multiple complaints could convince him. It could have had sentimental value or something, but more so, it just wasn't yours. You stole and destroyed his property that clearly was somewhat important to him. You asked him directly one time and then went nuclear. Allergy in charge says everyone sucks here. You're far too passive-aggressive. You should have given him a final chance. I know you don't smell the sweater, but I do, and it's really affecting my mood at work. Can you please do me this favor and bring the sweater home and wash it before you bring it back? Because now he's just going to get a new sweater and wear that until it stinks. Drunk Beauty Queen says, not the a-hole. What's with this sub and defending stinky ass people? He basically left something putrid smelling in a public space and refuses to take it home and clean it. That's offensive. And one more comment from Dogs for Life who says, I'm going against the grain and saying not the a-hole. You tried to tell them. What were you supposed to do? It's disgusting not to wash it and incredibly inconsiderate to everyone else. If someone mentions that he should wash it, he should have immediately done so. Definitely don't tell anyone and keep playing dumb about it. Then firstly, OP edits their post and says, Edit, I see a lot of people suggesting that I had other options and the ideas being brought up are frankly asinine. Just spray some freeze on it and call it a day. Have you ever sprayed Febreze in a bathroom where someone took a dump? Then you just know it combines with a crap smell and almost gives it a sort of power-up. Next, tell HR about it. Some people have trouble reading it seems. I already said it's a small office with no HR and our boss is incapable or unwilling to address situations like this. I did in fact bring it up to him and he said to find a compromise such as allowing him to wear the sweater three days a week. Not a problem solver this guy. Take it home and wash it for him. I don't think this one even warrants a response. I suppose I should ask the rest of the office if they have any laundry for me to take home so I can do it all at once. Edit 2. I see many people bringing up the legality of this and the police being called or this going to court. May I remind everyone we're talking about a sweater. I'd love to hear how that 911 call goes. Officer, I need to report a missing sweater. Please send your forensics team out ASAP and track this lunatic down before the sweater thief strikes again. Or God forbid, I get taken to sweater court. <laughs> I hope the Honorable Judge Cardigan takes pity on me and offers a reduced sentence if I do people's laundry while in prison. Get real people. We're talking about office squabbles, not grand theft sweater. So then OP goes on to update their post and says, Hey all, before the update, I just wanted to apologize for getting so defensive in my original post. I've been feeling really stressed about the situation and I think my guilt expressed itself as anger. Even though I still don't agree with the alternative actions people offered, I should have been more chill about it. So, the update. We have a Monday morning meeting every week. I'd planned to pull my coworker aside at lunch to tell him what happened and explain why I felt it was necessary. At yesterday's meeting, my coworker took the opportunity during other business to bring up his sweater. He said that he felt disrespected and as multiple people have complained to him about the smell, he hasn't been able to narrow down his suspects, so he needs a full confession or he will be taking further measures. I thought about confessing, but to be honest, his eyes had a crazy look and it made me feel unsafe, so I kept my mouth shut. When no one said anything, he stormed out the office. 
my boss predictably did nothing. A couple of hours later, he returned with a guy who he said was his cousin and a police officer, though he was in normal clothes and had no badge or ID. He said his cousin was going to be interrogating people individually all day. At this point, my boss finally stepped in and said that wasn't happening and brought my coworker into his office. I don't know what happened in there, but it got loud towards the end and I didn't see him for the rest of the afternoon. I found out the next day he was fired. Not exactly the outcome I wanted, but it does solve my problem. Ooh. I gotta say, that update absolutely took me by surprise, but what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story came from the True Off My Chest subreddit from Honeyed Spice and says, Soon everyone will know he's been messing with his stepmother and stepsister. For a little while, I've suspected my husband of cheating. I didn't have any justification for thinking or feeling this way, but I couldn't stop having this gut feeling that something was wrong. So I decided to keep a closer eye on him and I still found nothing. And for a long time, I was angry with myself for suspecting him and invading his privacy. We went to marriage counseling and I apologized for breaking his trust in me. And for a little while, all was well. I can't believe I apologized to that lying sack of crap, but that wretched feeling never went away. I tried so hard to get over this feeling that he was deceiving me in some way and I just couldn't. So I decided it was time to hire a private investigator instead of playing Inspector Gadget myself. Let me tell you, this was the best thing I ever spent money on. Within a month, the private investigator was able to confirm my suspicions, but it was a shock to find out that it was his stepsister and his stepmother. Not only that, he may have been the father of his stepsister's newborn baby. I could have killed him, but I kept my composure and I kept this information to myself and continued to act as normal as possible. Believe me, that was a very difficult thing to do. I slowly started detaching from him and even moved into our spare bedroom and we continued to drift apart. I moved out, got a new job and started saving money for our divorce. I got my life in order. Now here we are almost a year later and in the final stages of our divorce and I've still not told anyone. I spent the last year preparing for our divorce because I'll be damned to leave this marriage empty handed. I wanted to handle our financial affairs first because my husband works for his father and I didn't want to leave him unemployed during our divorce process. This son of a see you next Tuesday dragged our divorce and fought me for everything, even things that were mine to begin with. But I kept my calm and I won't say a word until I get everything I deserve. That's when I'll tell his father. And his father is not a man to be messed with. I've been assured the check will clear in three days or less and it's over for Robert because as soon as that money hits my account, his mother, stepmother, stepsister, brother-in-law and father will receive a beautifully written email with pictures and videos of what he's been up to. His dad will tear him apart. Count your days, Robert. And the comments on that particular post were all just asking for an update. A couple talking about, you know, how to become a private investigator, which I think is really interesting in itself. But OP edited this post and said, edit one, I got my money. Time to send it. Edit two, his stepmother and stepsister do not know about each other. I don't know how long he has been sexually involved with them, but I do know it started in adulthood for all involved. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So, of course, Opie updates the post and says, can't seem to access my original account, so here I am. Let's clear some things up. When Robert's father remarried, Robert was already a 30-year-old man. So no, he wasn't sexually groomed. And his stepsister was 31 when she met him. Again, no one here is being sexually abused. All involved here were already well into adulthood when meeting and when they started to F around. As for the money, well, honey, that's money he owed me, but was being a dick about giving it back. I invested in his business ventures and he refused to pay me my share. And that's not crap I was willing to let slide. You can't get a broke man to pay his debt. So F yes, I wasn't going to let him be unemployed during our divorce. The aftermath. I sent the email as soon as I saw the money had hit my account. The first to call me was Robert and I picked up. First words out of his mouth was, you evil ass B. I replied with your mama and I ended the call. The second person to call me is stepsister's husband. He was just heartbroken. He asked me a ton of questions and he asked for my divorce lawyer's information. We also discussed him getting a DNA test for all their kids. Through brother-in-law, I found out there was all-out war between stepmother and father-in-law. He tried to kick her out, but she locked herself up in the bedroom. While father-in-law was throwing her crap outside, stepmother-in-law called her daughter for help. At some point, stepsister and stepmother got into a fight. The fight was so bad that the neighbors called the police. In the scuffle to separate mother and daughter, they hurt one of the police officers and were arrested. They're still in jail because neither of them have anyone willing to bail them out. The following day, I got a call from Robert telling me that his daddy almost ran him over. So he wanted to come stay with me because he's scared that his daddy or brother-in-law will try to beat his ass again. Robert is scared to go home. His dad and brother-in-law are pretty much camped outside of his place and have already jumped in twice. Robert is terrified. He tried to stay with his mother and she told him that he has made his bed and should now lie in it. For your information, I'm not done with Robert yet. I have more planned for him. Update 2 Ex-sister-in-law is in deep doo-doo. As the results for the DNA test came back and zero of the three kids is his. Ex-brother-in-law is distraught. She doesn't even know who else could be the father. Heifer, how many men have you been bedding? Beside your husband and mine. Don't worry, I'll find out. Like I knew, she was a trifling old bag of bones, but I never knew she was this cold. 
Brother-in-law has decided to cut ties for his own sanity as he feared he might act in a way that is outside of his character. Now I feel bad for those babies, but I understand why he had to leave. Did we, ex-brother-in-law and I, give a copy of the DNA results to everyone she knows? Yes, we did. Did I personally go out of my way to darken the steps of a church and make my testimony and hand out copies of the DNA results? I sure did. Ex-mother-in-law and her daughter have cut ties and are silently hating each other, but they are image-obsessed, so they kept things cute and silent. But a heathen like myself prefers to be cute and audible, and I haven't forgotten dear mother. So I went and gave my testimony in front of her beloved peers and read out a couple of the vilest text messages she and my ex-husband exchanged. There were lots of gasps and screaming, but I kept reading for as long as I could. I sure effing did. Unfortunately, I couldn't read more before I was dragged out and then attacked by my ex-mother-in-law and ex-sister-in-law, but I handled that and they never again lunged at me or threatened me with physical violence again. Over the years, Robert has moved as shady in his legal business as his personal life, and as a law-abiding citizen, I felt compelled to inform the taxman of his dealings as well as informing his former business partners and current ones. I also did some legally ambiguous things to Robert that I don't want to put into writing, but he's no longer slinging dick like his life depended on it. That testicular fortitude he once had is slipping away. He just doesn't have that pep in his step anymore. It's hard to remain so casual when there are a couple of men hoping to catch you and an ex-wife who still has him on my find my beep. Robert's life is in tatters and well, I love that. Love that for him. Holy moly, that's some Stephen T right there. That neighborhood must be absolutely wild. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's have one more story. And our final story is going to come from Letterhead Material 93, who says, Am I the a-hole for moving out when my parents asked me to pay rent? I, 23, am the oldest of five siblings, and I am a full-time student. I also have a part-time job in my field, but when I complete my degree, my employer will take me on full-time. I make enough from part-time to pay for school and put money aside. My siblings range from 20 to 10. Both of our parents work full-time. I've taken a lot of the responsibilities for keeping everything running in the house. I do the grocery shopping, the laundry as well as making suppers and doing meal prep so everyone has lunches ready to take every day. I also get all my siblings to do their part with regarding to household chores. For example, my youngest brother is responsible for feeding and walking the dogs. So I make sure that there is dog food in the storage and poop bags on the leash. My dad works very long hours and my mum works 9 to 5 at a hard job. Over Christmas, I had a chance to buy a PS5 for myself, so I did. The rest of the family is still using a shared PS4. I keep mine in my room and I do not share. My parents started fielding complaints from my oldest brother about how I made so much money and I don't share the things I buy for myself. Totally true. So they had a talk with me where they brought this up. I pointed out how much of the household work I did and they said it wasn't fair that I was earning so much money without contributing. They told me how much they expected from me. I went to my room and did the math. If I gave them what they wanted, I would have about $800 a month left over. If I dropped a couple of classes next semester, I could go to almost full-time hours with my employer and it would only be one more year until I graduated with my second degree. But I could afford my own place, and I would have way more free time and disposable income. I packed up and moved out. Everything I owned fit in my car. I stayed in Airbnb for two weeks until I could get everything sorted with an apartment, school, and work. It was great. 
I'm not gonna lie, I may have gone a little overboard on Tinder. I couldn't have women over to my parents' house. I just moved into my own apartment. I'm staying part-time until I finish this semester. I will work full-time over the summer and go to a lighter class load slash higher work hours in the fall. My oldest brother has been tasked by my parents to do everything I used to. His chores have been split up with the other three. They're all peed at me for moving out. My parents are upset I left them in the lurch. My siblings are mad that they all have more chores. My oldest brother is especially salty because he has no free time to see his girlfriend and she isn't allowed in the house when my parents aren't home. I'm enjoying my free time. I bought myself a plant from Ikea. Oh, that's nice. I feel bad for screwing them all over, but it didn't make sense for me to do all that work and pay rent on top. Edit, all the chores were split fairly. I wasn't doing any more than anyone else. I thought it was fair until I was asked to put in money as well. And it's just one of those moments where their parents having a shocked Pikachu face, you know, pay us rent or you move out. And then Opie moves out and they're like, what? <laughs> and it doesn't sound like you were just like slouching around the house and doing nothing as well. It sounds like you took on a hell of a lot of responsibilities for the house. You know, just keeping people in order at the same time, getting them to do some of the chores as well, making it fair, which getting younger ones on board, not all the time, of course, can be a difficult job in itself. So that's probably going to be their biggest shock to the household now is them having to deal with all this themselves. Yeah, they said you left them in the lurch. Well, no, you asked him to pay rent and he's chosen to go and live by himself. Why wouldn't you? I mean, I absolutely loved my parents the bits. And yes, I did pay them rent for some months. But if I had enough to move out in that moment, I'd have absolutely done it. You know, getting that independence, living by yourself. Absolutely. Getting your own Ikea plant like OP here. Who wouldn't <laughs> but let's check out a couple of comments to see what they say fun key says not the a-hole they're all just peed that they lost their slave they're all a-holes good for you for knowing your worth and taking the time to calculate everything out what the fox right says not the a-hole now they get neither chores nor rent from you they played themselves enjoy your apartment and then quotes, my parents are upset that I left them in the lurch. My siblings are mad that they all have more chores. My oldest brother is especially salty because he has no free time to see his girlfriend and she isn't allowed in the house when my parents aren't home. And the writer goes on to say, they brought this on themselves, especially your oldest brother. And quotes again, I feel bad for screwing them all over, but it didn't make sense for me to do all that work and pay rent on top. And goes on, that's not what happened. They tried to screw you over and you didn't let it happen. Don't feel bad for them. And one more comment from Penguin Doctor who says not the a-hole. They wanted you to pay rent in addition to running the house. You didn't want to do that, so you left. Sucks for your siblings, but it's ultimately your parents' responsibility. And you can't be expected to stifle your life for them because they don't want to do as much as you. Congrats on the new place. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation how would you have dealt with it if it was you? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. As always, always love to read them. And once again, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.
mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com